Okay, so let's open in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we give thanks, Lord, for the life that you've given us. We give thanks that by your providence you have brought us uh, together this morning to sit under the preaching of your word, to uh, study the doctrines of your word, and to sing your praises, Lord. How we thank you for the life that you've given us. We thank you for the air that we breathe. We thank you for this school. We thank you for each of the children that are here, each of the teachers and the administration. Lord, how we ask that you might, uh, through your word this morning, draw us closer to yourself. Give us wisdom to understand your word in uh, the way you would have us to understand it. And Lord, by the ministry of your Holy Spirit, might you enable us to obey your word, to walk in your word, Lord. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, there is a fountain. Go ahead and start us off, choir. Okay, let's start. One, two, three, start. There is a fountain filled with love from Emmanuel's days. And sinners down beneath their thoughts lose all their guilty sins. Lose all their guilty sins. Lose all their guilty sins. 
Amen. Great job, choir, in leading us in that new hymn or new to us. So we appreciate the hard work the choir spends uh, several hours every week uh, practicing all of the hymns that they lead us in. And so we should all have a thankful attitude towards them that they're uh, helping to teach us how to sing these beautiful hymns. And what a wonderful truth that we find in this particular hymn, There is a Fountain. And it speaks all of the uh, sacrifice of Jesus Christ in His death. Offering Himself as a sacrifice to atone for the sins of all those who by faith come to Him. And so Christ, uh, before the fountains of the world, predestined those that would come to Him. And Christ did in fact come into the world to, uh, to offer that blood sacrifice that atones for all eternity, for the sins of those who are His. And it is by that sacrifice that we are saved to sin no more. And so as we live in this life, we are in that battle with our sin. Those who belong to Christ, those who are Christians, they no longer just participate in their sin very willingly. But rather they are in that battle, that battle between what their flesh desires to do and what their spirit or that new heart that God has given them desires to do. And we must by faith participate in that battle if we are truly Christian. We must by faith Ask God for help through prayer. And we must by faith receive that help 
from God through the word and through his spirit. Na kupitia kwa imani na neno la Mwenyezi Mungu na nguvu zake tuweze kupata njia ya kuokolewa na kuweza kulindwa katika nafasi ya kutenda dhambi. Because we were saved to sin no more. We were not saved to just happily continue in our sin. Kwa sababu Mwenyezi Mungu ama Yesu Kristo alijitoa afya msalabani kwa sababu yetu na tukose kutenda dhambi kwa sababu ya matendo yake na kazi yake. And there's a day coming whereby we will No, we will perfectly sin no more. Na kupitia kazi ya Mwenyezi Mungu ya kututakasa na kufanya tuhesabiwe wenye haki, tutafika mahali ambapo hatutafurahia kutenda dhambi na hatutatenda dhambi tena. That is when we die when we leave this physical body and we enter into the presence of the Lord. Na hiyo ni wakati wa mauti itakufikia wewe na utafika nafasi ya kwenda kwa Mwenyezi Mungu. Either on that day or the day Jesus returns, whichever comes first. Kuna njia mbili. Ya kwanza ni kwamba utaelekea mautini kabla Yesu Kristo aje na sehemu ya pili kwamba wakati Yesu atakuja kutuhukumu sisi sote. But there is a day coming whereby everyone who belongs to Jesus Christ will indeed sin no more. Lakini kwa wale ambao wanamilikiwa na Mwenyezi Mungu wamehakikishiwa kwamba siku ya mwisho And those who do not belong to Christ that is the wicked they will be forevermore separated from us. Kwa wale ambao ni waovu wanatenda mabaya wanampinga Mwenyezi Mungu kwamba watatengwa na wale ambao wanatenda haki milele na milele. Never to be seen again. Na hawataonekana tena watangamia kabisa. And we will forever be restored to union with Christ and we will spend eternity with Christ where there is no more sin. Na kwa wale ambao wanahesabiwa wanatenda haki wamemcha wanamcha Mwenyezi Mungu ya kwamba siku ya mwisho watapata urejesho na kuwa na uhusiano bora na Mwenyezi Mungu milele na milele. Okay, question 125 on our catechism. Swali za catechism swali ya 125. How can we know the word of God? We are, are commanded to hear, read and search the scriptures. Tunawezaje kujua neno la Mungu? Tunaweza kusikia, kusoma na kuchunguza maandiko. Very good. We can know the word of God because we are commanded to hear it, to read it and to search it that is the scriptures naomba kwamba tunaweza kujua neno la Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu tumeamrishwa kwamba lazima tulisikize tulisome na tulichunguzie tulichunguze katika maisha yetu and may we never make the mistake that false teachers try to tempt us to make na kwa sababu ya uwezo wa neno la Mwenyezi Mungu tusifuate njia potovu ya wale ambao wanahubiri injili ya bandia. And that is that the word of God comes from any other source than the Bible. Na ile hali ya bandia ni kwamba neno la Mungu ama ujumbe wa Mwenyezi Mungu unatoka katika sehemu nyingi ama sehemu tofauti. Because the Bible itself, the word of God itself testifies that the word of God does not come to us for any other way. Na kwa sababu ushuhuda unatoka katika maandiko matakatifu kwamba kuna njia moja pekee yake ya kupata ujumbe wa Mwenyezi Mungu. So do not believe these false teachers who come to you and tell you that oh I had a dream or I have this word of God that God spoke to me to come and deliver to you 
No, that is a sure sign of a false teacher. Na kwa hivyo vile ambavyo maandiko matakatifu inatuambia kwamba neno la Mwenyezi Mungu linatokana na Biblia yake. Usifuate maandisho na usiamini yule ambaye anakuambia kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu alimletea ujumbe katika ndoto ama aliona ishara fulani ya kuonesha kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu anataka kufanya jambo fulani katika maisha yako. The only time Someone can tell you that they have a word from God is if they are reading from the Bible. Ujumbe ambao anaweza kupatia unatokana na mafundisho ama maandiko matakatifu yenyewe. But there is no other word of God available to us today other than that which God has revealed in his scriptures. Mungu amejifunua kwetu kupitia maandiko matakatifu ambayo ni pumzi yake. Kwa hivyo hakuna njia nyingine ametuamrisha kwamba tukitaka kumjua tusome maandiko matakatifu peke yake. And has God not given enough? We have here 66 books. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu anatupenda, ametupatia vitabu 66 kusoma na kumfahamu yeye. I told you before but I'll say it again, what I find to be very common among men and women who say that they get a word from the Lord by a source other than the Bible. Ya kwamba yeye katika maisha yake wakati mwingi amekutana na watu wengi ambao wanasema kwamba wanajua injili, wanatangaza injili na wanasema kwamba walipata ujumbe wa Mwenyezi Mungu kupitia njia tofauti ila Biblia. What I have found in my experience to be common among every one of them is that they haven't even read all of the Bible. Ukweli ni kwamba amekuja kagundua baada ya kuchunguza ya kwamba wengi wao ambao wanasema kwamba wanatangaza injili wanajua Mwenyezi Mungu hawajasoma Biblia hata mara moja. And I think it's very telling that many people who do desire to get a word from God outside of the Bible have never even read the entirety of the Bible which we know for sure is from God. Kumbuka wengi ambao wanasema wanamkiri Yesu Kristo wanamjua Mwenyezi Mungu na ukikaa chini na utathmini ndani yao unapata kwamba hawajui neno la Mwenyezi Mungu wamefunuliwa kulingana tamaa zao zenyewe za kimwili za kidunia lakini hawafuati maagizo ya Mwenyezi Mungu. So if you're looking for a word from God why ask God for a dream or a vision or anything else read your bible jeje ulize utatafuta ujumbe wa Mwenyezi Mungu katika ndoto katika maono ama katika mganga susome biblia ambayo ni ufunuo pekee juu ya Mwenyezi Mungu in the bible we have thousands and thousands and thousands of words from god kumbuka katika maandiko matakatifu Mwenyezi Mungu amenena maneno mengi sana maelfu na maelfu maelfu ya maneno why should we Why should we treat God as though what he has given us is not enough and now seek for words from God outside of what he's revealed to us? Kwa nini kama sisi viumbe vya Mwenyezi Mungu ambao tunafaa tunastahili kumheshimu yeye, tunamdunisha Mwenyezi Mungu tunachukua kuchukua yeye kama kitu kidogo, maandiko matakatifu yake tunakosa kuyaheshimu? Okay, enough of that. Uh, I've taken most of the time this morning, but I do want us to uh, look at another chapter of Proverbs. Lakini siku ya leo tutaangazia methali sura ya tatu. And this time we're in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6. Tutaangazia methali sura ya tatu mstari wa tano na sita. Probably my favorite uh, passage from the Proverbs and really one of my favorite passages from all of the scriptures. Na hii ni sehemu ambayo anapenda katika Biblia katika sehemu yote ya Biblia huwa anaangazia sana sura ya tatu mstari wa tano na sita. This is the word of the Lord. Na hili ni neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him 
and he will make straight your paths. Sura ya tatu mstari wa 5 na 6 mtumaini Bwana kwa moyo wako wote wala usizitegemee akili zako mwenyewe katika njia zako zote mkiri yeye naye atayanyosha mapito yako. Now throughout our lives we are often faced with situations where we don't know what to do. Wakati mwingi ama mara nyingi katika maisha yetu tunapitia hali ambayo tumekosa kuelewa tutafanya nini. But this passage from the proverbs helps us very much to understand uh, even when we feel like we don't know what to do we can know what to do mara nyingi ukisoma mstari wa 5 na 6 katika sura ya 3 ya kitabu cha methali ukiangazia ndani yake uwaze juu yake wakati unapitia hali ngumu katika maisha yako unaweza kugundua kwamba kuna njia mbadala ambayo Mwenyezi Mungu atakusaidia nayo we can face many problems in our lives that can get us off track na mara nyingi unaweza simama imara wakati unapitia hali ngumu katika maisha yako na ambayo inaweza fanya upotee njia ambayo ulikuwa umefuata and we can feel very perplexed or concerned that we just don't know what we can do about it mara nyingi unaweza stajabisha kwa sababu hiyo hali ambayo unapita ama unaweza pitia katika hali ya kufadhaika ama kuhangaika so what should you do when you feel like you don't know what to do Je, mara nyingi wakati unagundua kwamba hauna uwezo ama ujui chenye kufanya katika jambo fulani utafanya nini? Well the first thing you can do is walk closely with the Lord. Tunaambiwa kwamba sehemu ya kwanza kuwa karibu na Mwenyezi Mungu. Walking closely with the Lord has nothing to do with how you feel. Ile hali ya kuwa karibu na Mwenyezi Mungu haitegemei hisia zako. You may be going through situations in your life where you feel like the Lord is very distant from you. Mara nyingi katika maisha yetu unaweza pata unapitia hali ngumu katika maisha yako na unahisi kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ameondoka katika maisha yako. But it's never true that God is far away from you because God is everywhere. Kumbuka kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu yuko kila mahali na kwa hivyo katika maisha yako jua kwamba Mungu yuko wazi na yuko karibu nawe kila mara. Your feelings can lie to you. Hisia zako zinaweza kudanganya. And just because you may feel like God is very far away It is not true. God is always close. Ama unaweza hisi na uone kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ameondoka katika maisha yako. Ukweli ni kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu yuko na wewe kila wakati. So you should walk closely with the Lord. Na lazima uwe karibu na Mwenyezi Mungu. You should trust in the Lord. Lazima utumainie katika Bwana. With all of your heart. Na moyo wako wote. You should maintain daily fellowship with the Lord. Uhakikisha kwamba kila siku na kila wakati uwe katika ushirika na Mwenyezi Mungu. Remember, prayer is us talking to God. Kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ametupatia njia ya kuwasiliana na yeye katika maombi. And reading his word is God talking to us. Na nafasi ya kuweza kusoma maandiko matakatifu ni ile Mwenyezi Mungu anazungumza na wewe. And it is through prayer and the reading of his word that we maintain that fellowship with God. Na kwamba kupitia kusoma Biblia na katika maombi tunaelekeza na tunarejesha ushirika wetu na Mwenyezi Mungu. In the same way that we fellowship with one another by talking, by having a conversation. I'm talking to you then you listen, then you talk back to me and I listen. 
ni vile vile katika mawasiliano yetu kati ya mmoja wetu na rafiki yako na wewe wewe anazungumza na wewe pia unamrudishia majibu na hiyo ndio vile Mwenyezi Mungu anazungumza na sisi sote This is also how we maintain fellowship with God Hiyo ndio hali ambayo tunahifadhi ushirika na kati ya sisi na Mwenyezi Mungu We talk to him through prayer and he listens if we are his child Tunawasiliana naye kupitia kwa maombi And we read from his word that is now God speaking to us and we listen. Na wakati tunasoma maandiko matakatifu ni Mwenyezi Mungu anazungumza na sisi anatuonesha jinsi angependa tuishi. So if you don't know what to do, know this. Walk closely with the Lord. Trust him. Na sehemu ya kwanza ni kwamba kama umjui ama uelewi cha kufanya ni kwamba tembea karibu na yeye na uweke tumaini yako ndani yake. I think children if you do this you will find that the problems in your life they although they may not go away now as you maintain this fellowship with God your problems seem much less important. Jambo la maana ni kwamba sisi sote ambao tumekaa hapa siku ya leo tukifuata njia hii mwelekeo huu ya kwamba tuwe karibu na Mwenyezi Mungu tuwetu, tuweke tumaini yetu ndani yake hatutapata shida ambazo tuko nazo hata kama zikibaki katika maisha yetu sisi tutakuwa na tumaini ya kwamba tutastahimili na tutafaulu because instead of focusing so much on your problem kwa sababu mara nyingi huwa tunaangazia shida zetu instead you're focusing much more on the fact that God is with you even during your problem lakini kwa sababu unamwamini Mwenyezi Mungu unaona kwamba mawazo yako yote yanaendelea kwake na unamwachia shida zako na anakupatia njia mwafaka ya kuweza kupata suluhisho katika maisha yako now i think we'll stop there for this morning and tomorrow we'll pick up with several other points that we have from this important passage na kwa sababu ya muda hapo tutasimamia siku ya leo lakini kesho tutaendelea katika nafasi nyingine but i would encourage each and every one of you to memorize these two verses from Proverbs chapter 3. Lakini angeomba kwamba anahimiza kwamba sisi sote tuweze kukakariri sura ya tatu mstari wa tano na sita katika somo letu la dini. Again, let's uh, I'll read them once more. That is, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Mtumaini Bwana kwa moyo wako wote wala usizitegemee akili zako mwenyewe katika njia zako zote mkiri yeye naye atayanyosha mapito yako neno la Mungu Now let's all stand And let us pray Emmanuel Tuamina tuombe Mwenyezi Mungu tunakushukuru tunasema asante zaidi tunasema asante kwa sababu ya pumzi yako neno lako takatifu katika maisha yetu Mwenyezi Mungu Naomba kwamba tunakushukuru kwa sababu umetupatia nafasi ya kusikiza neno lako umetupatia uzima umetusamea makosa yetu umetuonea huruma Mwenyezi Mungu Tunaishi kwa sababu ya huruma yako kwa sababu kila siku na kila wakati Mwenyezi Mungu kadhabu yako iko juu yetu kwa sababu tunajipenda sisi wenyewe Tunasikiza neno lako tunajua chenye tunatakana kufanya lakini tunatenda kinyume na neno lako Mwenyezi Mungu. Lakini tunaomba kwamba utuonee huruma, utuwezeshe kubadilika katika moyo wetu, katika akili zetu, tuweze kupenda neno lako, tuweze kulitii Mwenyezi Mungu. Tunapoanza siku hii Mwenyezi Mungu, tuwe katika shauri lako, tuwe tutembee katika njia zako Mwenyezi Mungu. Utuelekeze na utuongoze jinsi wewe ungependa Mwenyezi Mungu. Naomba hayo machache nikiamini. Amen. Praise God.
Wonderful. Have a great day.